Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. In 2003, Nike signed 13-year-old Freddie Adu to a seven-figure contract. But Freddie didn't live up to the hype. He has turned down every single documentary project looking closely at the details of his career. Until now. People are going to look at everything you did because of the hype surrounding your arrival and what they think you can be. I'm Grant Wall, and this is American Prodigy, Freddie Adu, from Blue Wire Podcasts. Sissoko finally waited. Erickson, low, great ball into the middle. What a save by Heaton. Tonight's Davison Sanchez, Lucas Moura, and belted into the net, brilliant goal! On debut, Tungay Ondombele has scored the equaliser for Spurs! Lucas Moura clips it, oh great goal! Stephen Bergwijn has arrived in North London! That is absolutely incredible on debut! Oh yay! What a finish for 3-2 from Serge Aurier! First time here to Son. Kane, good area for Spurs. And Kane's not afraid to shoot. Wow, what a goal, Harry Kane. That is exceptional. Try and place it. Wonderfully taken by Eric Lamella. Never afraid to take on a shot, and with good reason. Terry in the Burnley back line, and Son breaks forward. Oh, wow, what a run. Yenmin Son from inside his own half has scored one of the best Welcome, welcome, welcome to another show, Touchline Hot Spurs. Welcome, welcome. We've got a lovely cast here today. Uh, on a, you know what? I don't even want to talk about today, but we're going to get into it, man. Sai, how are you feeling? I'm all right, man. I, I had to uh, wake myself up after that Boor, boring, boring performance, as is usually the case with the Europa, but I think my energy will pick up towards the end of this pod. I know exactly how you feel. I had to go make some coffee, man. <laughs> how are you feeling, or how? Bro, everyone's feeling the same after that game. I even, I even, you know how I normally have a colorful do rag. I had to wear the black one because it was, <laughs> it was a funeral of a game, bro. Funeral, bro. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm, I'm easy, man. Teacher, you good? I'm blessed, fam. Yeah. 
Truth be told, yeah, just to stimulate my brain after that game, I literally played a game of chess. And I swear I'm not lying. <laughs> I actually played chess, bro. I swear to you, I'm not lying. Bro. Oh, man. Just to stimulate oh, myself man. mentally after fucking, you get me, falling into some kind of void, bro. But yeah, I'm blessed otherwise, bro. I'm blessed, man. I won the game of chess, by the way, for anyone interested in the result. It was a swift eating. Well, someone had to win today, still. Come on. Someone had to win. They were it. Tops, how you doing, my guy? Yeah, good, bro, man. I'm good, man. It's been a bit of a busy day. Uh, I was at the gym, the PT, and my my watch was buzzing off. I saw Delhi Ali, ninety plus, and I thought, yeah, my agenda's about to run. And then I saw ninety plus four, three three, and I thought, yeah, these bums have pissed me off today, man. So yeah, I'm doing all right, man. I, I didn't see the game, but boy, I was reading some nasty things today, man. Some nasty things. I'm not gonna act like I watched the whole thing, cause but I saw enough in it. And where he wants to start, man, he wants to he wants to kick off the funeral proceedings. Should we start with the lineup? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah we got we gotta start somewhere. Yeah, well, so let, let's start with let's start with Joe Hart in goal. Ah. I mean, you're never confident when you see that, and today was was not. Yeah, it was not. Nah, one with with the first one. Obviously, we know you know what you get with Joe Hart. Like when we signed him, obviously there was part of the fan base that was like, "Yeah, we've got a winner in there." And another part was like, "Yeah, like motivational speaker." And I'm I'm not under shouting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like, some players do the shouting and they're very good and it's okay. You know, it's it's the same in rugby. Like if someone's wavy, you can shout at me as much as you want. It's fine. But if you're dry. And you're shouting, I'm really supposed to shut up all the time. You're not allowed to shout. Like the correlation between shouting and ability, it has to be positive. Like and Joe Hart is not. Like it, I'm sure if anyone YouTubes Joe Hart long long shots, there would literally be a six-minute compilation of him just conceding bangers all the time. Like if we work backwards, not a lot he could do about the third goal, to be fair. Like it was, oh. it was just it was just R1 circle, like fair enough. The second one, I don't know what was happening there. Like, I, I that the know. one he got a hand to? That was the one he got a strong yeah, hand to. Come on, man. Like, like, what kind near of... post, isn't it? And it was his right arm as well. I thought it was right arm Joe Hart, fam. I thought you had at least that. Bro, if you get a strong enough hand that changes the direction, that direct the the trajectory of the ball, then like, I have to look at you sideways. Mm. And then the first one, I give him a little bit of leeway because it did dip quite late. You know I didn't see the shot coming, but but on on the other hand, we can't blame Joe Hart in its entirety. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah he was he was poor today. Made yeah. a couple of good saves in between. I'll give him that. But when it when it mattered, he he was sleeping. He was doing head and shoulders. Mm-hmm. They said he yeah, was shouting at half time as well. Because well. when, when the game first started, he had a few sharp moments where he was called into action. One, I think, was hitting him quite hard. Even though it was right down his throat, he sort of done the same thing. Um, and there was another one where a man got through. I, I don't know who the striker or the attacker's name was, but he got through, had a shot on goal, and blocked Joe Hart done really well. So you see him start like that, and you start to think, all right, cool. It's starting to make sense now. And then, do you know what I mean? He, he let us down. He let us down without, without covering it all over again. He let us down. Um, and to be fair... Mike, the question that I have is, was that a bad game for Joe Hart? Or is Joe Hart at that level where that's what we should expect from Joe Hart? 
All I'm saying is it better be a one and done season for Joe Hart because if he's in pressure <laughs> next year, bro, ah, mate, like he's not, he's on, on no planet is he an upgrade from Gazaniga. Yeah, no planet. Yeah, I'd rather see like Whiteman or one of them man play. If we're gonna fill a quota, let's not get like this big shouty flipping long neck giraffe brother with shit tattoos. Like, there's just no point to it. It's redundant. Like, he's a sieving goal. He's an absolute sieve. Like most of these games where where we've we've sort of looked a bit iffy in the Europa League, they've all been howlers by mm. Joe Hart. Howlers, absolute howlers. The guy's rubbish. Bro, my man did not pull any punches just now, bro. <laughs> rubbish. From the heart. <laughs> from the heart. From the heart to the heart. But uh, and then let's 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 give him. Let's, I'm let's sorry, give him the so let's yeah, stop yeah, no, well that error. That was good, you know. Well done, well done, well done, well done, well done. Come on, that's well called bars. Bars. Yo, all right, let's let's give him the benefit of the doubt though. Um, I'm gonna hey, full disclosure, I'm feeling a bit sick right now. If I get hot, but I might need to go up and get some water here. Yeah, but full disclosure for Joe Hart, yeah. Listen, the defense, what do you think? I saw well Sanchez and Tanganga lined up in the middle alongside Doherty and Davis. And I mean, I guess nobody there is gonna be feeling comfortable. So let yeah. me know what you guys think. Who wants to take us forward? Um, I'll start off. Fair point. I think, look, Tanganga, Sanchez, Doherty, Davis, it should be enough. In, to be frank, it should be enough, but it wasn't today. Um, I don't think Tanganga had a particularly good game, if I'm being honest. Nothing quite highly of him, but I don't think he had a particularly good game. Um, Doherty, in my opinion, had a shocker. I don't think he played well at all. Um, and I think he's given Mourinho more and more evidence as to why Aurea should be starting in that Premier League side above him or on top of him. Um, Sanchez. I just never quite know what Sanchez is doing. I'm never quite sure if he's playing a role where he's being that that rock, that guy who stays at the back, or if he wants to be the person that's pushing it forward and trying to pay passes um, to the likes of Hoiberg and, and, um, and Ndombele to, to progress the ball. So I just feel like there's no one in that back line that's communicating, that's pulling the strings and that's being the voice of reason when situations get sticky. And with those back four playing together, they don't have the experience together to pull themselves or to inherently know what the other defender's doing um, without having to... So in, in high-pressure situations, they can respond quicker by just having that train of thought, but they're not in sync like that. So... Without that leadership, without that clear leader in, in that back line there to direct them, then it's just it's just it's just clutching at straws the whole game. So I mean, let's say for example, I think even if like Dyer stepped in for Sanchez, I still think that back line would have been a shambles. Um, but for me, I'm more blaming the fullbacks like Doherty and Davis. I thought Doherty had a bad game, but I thought Davis was even worse. I don't know if anyone disagrees with me, but I mean, I felt like that's probably like another place where we lost the game. Like um, the midfield, like I, I, I'll be honest, I wanted to see this midfield for a little while. I've been calling for this midfield, but I mean, I didn't want to see it in these circumstances, man. Even if we won, it would have been one of those ones like at what cost? Because <laughs> boy, I, I'm not trying to see these three play with this team 
this lineup, man. Um, what was it the Celso Herberg and Nimbelli, yeah? Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, but um, maybe not the way I would have played them. I think that's but... that's that's one of the issues with with this heavy rotation shit, as you said with the with the back line. None of these men play together, and then in the midfield we're going to experiment with two guys that need to be fit for Saturday or yeah. something, I should say. And um, yeah, we just wasted them in a nothing game, pretty much. Like mm. that sort of shit gets on my nerves. But obviously, we didn't we didn't lose, so. I, I got to take take a little bit of uh, sunshine out of it a little, I guess. But yeah, it's not ideal. Definitely not ideal. Not ideal at all. Um, so speaking of the midfield, um, you'd probably say Le Soso did the worst of the three. Um, opinions on Le Soso today? Yeah, he he just wasn't good. You know, and I, and I don't think that's I don't think that speaks to his ability genuinely. Like we know. What he's made of per se, um, you know that his uh, his stoppage time decision making at Stamford Bridge, which we will touch on, was was hotly contested in the group chat after. Um, part of me feels if he gets an assist or a pre-assist or tucks it away at Stamford Bridge, he probably has a better game tonight. Mm. You know, we never know that might have been playing on his mind a little bit, so maybe he wanted to. Maybe he's thinking, oh, like, I really have to impress after doing it. It wouldn't shock me if Mourinho ripped him a new one, or if people were looking at him a bit funny. Um, there was a moment where I thought he was going to turn it on. I don't know if you guys remember in the first half, maybe like 15, 20, 25 minutes in, he just had this like 40, 50 metre burst, like just went past mm. three man. And I was like, okay, he's kind of running out of options, but he's got someone on the left. And then he he literally went full lamella, <laughs> like full lamella. And just he just ran it. He just got a nosebleed, ran into man. He just lost the ball. I was like, oh, it's going to be a long night. Um, but like, again, I think... It's it kind of goes back to the thing with like our defense. You know, he's it. He tends to like take over from Andom at sixty minutes. Like we are asking him to play in a midfield he's not played with before, um, and yeah, he's he's still trying to find like full fitness, which is always going to be hard to do when you're coming off the bench consistently, um, and everyone's just trying to impress. So I'm not going to read too much into it, but and but I'm not going to have a massive go at him, you know, because our, our fan base likes to do this thing where. If you give constructive criticism to one player, suddenly you don't rate them, or suddenly it means you want mm. them out. It's like it's not that. Like we know what Lacelso is on, he just wasn't on it tonight. You know, that's that's literally it. Yeah, it gets like that, man. I think it it was like that for a lot of players tonight. Even um, if we go to the front four, like I guess we've we've got the if we talk about the. Sorry, I'm getting confused. But um, we've we've got the bell penalty. And then we've got Sun's goal as well, and Deli Ali scored the other penalty. Was it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, Berwin, Deli Ali, I think it was Dyer. I can't remember who the other sub was. Um, good subs. Would you have changed it? Um, I think Bergwijn came on, made himself a nuisance. Um, good body positioning for the pen. Good run. So because again, fan base are starting to do this thing where it's like, oh, it's, it's, has has Bergwijn even got a burst? And he actually showed it. Mm. Um, I can't remember who played the pass for him. It might have was it who who played the pass for him actually for Bergwijn. You're talking about for the um, penalty when he won the, the penalty. penalty. Yeah, to be fair, it was actually the the camera was showing a replay of something else. To be mm. fair, because then it just it just turned and it, the penalty was on. I think Bergwijn did okay for what he could do. Can't really ask uh, much else from him. You know, Ali as well. It was like it was, it was a solid pen. It was like half Penenka, half straight down the middle. Um, Sissoko. 
looked clean when he come on, didn't do anything stupid, to be honest. That was probably one of his more technical cameos, to be honest. He's like, mm-hmm. his first touch actually looked all right in tight space and he get pressed and he was like, oh, I'm actually going to turn properly and give this to someone else. So, Sissoko, I was happy with, he came up, but he came on, he was trying to clean up. But there was something that I'd sort of been reading a little bit into our um, tactics from, again, I don't want to touch the Chelsea game too much, but we know when Sissoko plays, he sort of drops into that right centre-back-ish role mm. where uh, to, cor- to cover Aurier or, or Doherty. And obviously that has positives in terms of us being hard to break down. But at the same time, that does sort of leave that 18 to 25-yard area relatively exposed, you know, and that was something I'd been thinking, you know, are, are we going to find a way to deal with that? Or is, is that just is that just something we have to accept with the six in defence that we play sometimes uh, when we don't have the ball? And again, I, I, what was the guy's name that come on? Who's, who's the guy that scored? Kara, Kara something? Karamoko. Karamoko. Yeah. Yeah. And Karamoko did exactly that. He just thought, oh, you lot don't want to press me? Okay, cool. <laughs> so that's that's the only thing that worries me about um, our centre our center mids dropping into like that centre-back role. But I'm not going to blame Sissoko for the last goal. Like, he, he looked all right when he come on. Um, yeah. Nah, so I think um, that's probably all we could say on that match. Um, should we move? In fact... Looking forward to the weekend. Last question: Is there anybody that would get a start from this match? All the so guys that started the last two games: Fabio, Son, Lawan, and Hongi. Yeah, that's it. Well, actually, what I will say before we skip, because I don't, I just, I don't want people to think we're protecting Bell too tough. He's okay, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he was trash today. Oh, <laughs> I was hoping we'd skip over it, mate. You know what? I actually said, yeah, I don't think Bell's the same guy he used to be today. And I haven't said that in a while. I haven't said that in a while. Whilst it's some... Do you know what? Do you know what? I love Gareth Bell. I want to be the first man to say that. But I can't... I'm nostalgic about it. I've realised it's nostalgia. He doesn't deserve to be in a starting lineup at Spurs. Not oh, based on his performances in the Spurs T-shirt, so I can't talk. I can't think about him in our Premier League side at the moment. Mm. I can't. I can't. Not yet, man. Do you think but, that he? Do you think he looks fit, guys? No, he doesn't look fit, no. No, he but, looks like. He, brother, he, look he, strong, he always, he always it, looks yeah. like he's had a had a drink or something. Just <laughs> he needs a shit. He needs a shit before he plays or something. <laughs> he doesn't want to run just in case he lets rip. You know it is. You know it is. When you when you, when you know Gareth Bell, like we know Gareth Bell, yeah. It's like it's like if you stayed up that night to watch the Tyson and um, Rachel <laughs> Junior fight, fam. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good analogy. Good analogy. That's what it's like, fam. You get good analogy. It's couple good punches, analogy. but you ain't gonna see. You ain't seeing nothing crazy. I ain't gonna lie, bro. You're pissed if you stayed up still. But yeah, let's 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 move on. Let's um let's touch on Chelsea. Um I don't know if anyone remembers the Chelsea lineup, so I'm gonna try to get some up. Um we lined up with the same team as we did against City. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was uh Regulon, Dyer, uh Rodon, uh Aurier, who's a bad boy. Um Tongi, Sizoko, Hoybier, Sun, K. 
Kane and Bowen with mm-hmm. Hugo in goal, the only safe pair of hands at the club. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny, not too long ago, he didn't have that reputation. So you have to give him his 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 props. Like he's been he's definitely been a safe pair of hands at the back. And um, I guess where should we start, man? Like, should we start probably Rodon's debut? Like, what did you think of Rodon? Yeah, I, I thought he, I thought like I thought it was a big it was a big call for Mourinho to to put him in mm. a massive game purely because of the magnitude of it and also the kind of opposition he's going to be coming up against. Mm. Um, I think to start with, it was definitely nerves. Um, you could see some of his touches, some of his passes. Um, I was quite surprised that Chelsea initially didn't target him, but um, Dyer seemed to, you know, sit in with him and he seemed to make a lot of, I think he made like the most headed clearances in the game. And I think bar the mistake he made right at the end, I thought he did it yeah, I don't know, for, for a debut, uh, top level. I, I think he did all right. I didn't think he did too badly, but... I think moving forward, he's probably going to need a bit more confidence um, and probably need to play a bit more with, with the guys at the back back there. But, I, you know, I didn't think he was bad, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's only so much you can do when you make your debut somewhere that we have had one win in 30 years. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, it's, so I have, to, I have to give him his dues there. Like, he, he was he was okay. You know what I'm saying? He had, had a couple shaking moments. That's down to be uh, down to nerves and stuff. But you know, again, it's it's on, onwards and upwards for him. I think I think the the style that we played sort of helps to play that on your debut as a centre back. If you've got flipping half the team defending with you, or majority of the team defending with you, I think that's that's always going to be helpful. So mm-hmm. yeah, and I think he was he was all right. You know, we me and me and Tops had to do a, a bit of defending on the Discord. Like we, we were catching a bit of heat. You know, people were just like, "Oh, he, he's who's his hipster centre back because he's got tax and that." But <laughs> it was no, he was fine, man. Right, he'll, he'll right. Yeah, he was okay. I think I think his his sort of uh, debut just highlights how solid Dyer is, man. Like Dyer, by 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 a substantial margin for me, is our best centre back at the minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember seeing like him visibly organising the defence and like being that person who says for everyone to get back into position and leads by example. Um, and I'm not, I'm not a passion merchant by any means, but that's what he brings. I think him more than anybody else knows the stakes of making some of these mistakes. So over, over time, I think we're starting to see him become a really refined and confident centre-back and that lends well for younger guys playing next to him. I think as well, um, like there was at times we could see we kind of changed to this kind of four four two shape, where Kane was dropping back sort of alongside Ndombele, and um, it was weird. Like I feel like in in other games we could counter from that position, but Chelsea sort of held us back. Um, I don't know if it's because Kante was where it's just Kante and in general, like he just dropped back in between the um, defenders. But I mean, it felt like at times like we we weren't going for the win. It felt like sort of Kane's dropping back, but nobody's going beyond him, and and we just accepted that. I don't know if anybody else felt like that. I think it was a hybrid. I think it was a mix of not wanting to lose, which isn't always a bad thing. Because mm. I was on, I'm sure everyone's probably heard of Clubhouse, but I was just I just randomly was on 
this clubhouse for football and a couple of them were like, oh, what does that say about your mentality and stuff? And I was like, look, like, we knew a draw was going to take us to the top of the league. We knew we've not won there. We've only won once in 34 occasions. Like, it's okay sometimes to go for a draw. Like, you know, we, we don't need to be compared to the way Liverpool and City do things all the time. But then on the flip side, as I said, it's a hybrid. I do think part of it was Lampard didn't want to get caught on the break. Like, anyone of sound mind knows what we're like on the break. Um, and I think there was a part of Lampard that felt they couldn't come at us 100 miles. Like, they have the talent to come at us 100 miles an hour. Like, they definitely do. But I think secretly they felt like they couldn't just get, you know, uh, uh, Chilwell and Reese James that like, flying up because, you know what I'm saying, a certain man will catch you. So mm. I think that was probably, it was probably a little bit of both. You know what I'm saying? That's, prob- that's probably what it was. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not opposed to us being pragmatic in the right ways. Um, stick to your job if an opening presents itself. Try and be clinical, and I think that's that's the only disappointing factor of the game for me is not taking the few opportunities that we did have. Um, as as was mentioned before, that that opportunity at the end for Lacelso to just make the right decision, mm. which could have led to a direct goal mouth opportunity. It's, it's, it's one of those things where it adds a it adds an extra bit of weight for somebody who's been struggling for form and for for someone that's been struggling for a place in the team. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was heavily, heavily disappointing from that aspect. Yeah. I mean, looking at the game, it felt like a point either side was the fair, was the fair decision, considering, you know, everyone sort of cancelled each other out. Um there were moments when Spurs looked good. There were moments when Chelsea looked good. Um, but I think defensively, both teams were switched on. Um, and actually, although Spurs, it felt like Spurs were sitting for majority of the time. I felt like that was tactically how he wanted to set up for that counter-attacking opportunity. And obviously Lampard is very aware of that. So was also um, not, not as committed to pushing people forward as perhaps he might normally be against a weaker opposition, but yeah, overall, a point aside, decent enough result. We maintain top of the league. Let's let's move on. I think you know it's a good result for Spurs. And just one more positive and negative. I think we have to shout out uh, Region as well. He that's that's Mares yeah. and Ziek pocketed in back to that game. That's that's in crazy. spectacular fashion as well. That is crazy. He locked them up like it was tier three. It was nuts. Like <laughs> you, have to, you have to respect it. He's been here how many weeks now? Like I have a lot of lot of ratings for that. I really hope we can keep hold of him um, when the time comes. But on the flip side, I do think, and not just I, I said this before, Giroud slapped four against Sevilla. I think if Giroud gets Tammy Abraham's chances, mm. I think we're in a little bit of trouble. I think he's mm. at least one away. So. That's what something to be wary of, but at the same time, you expect Chelsea to create at home. So, you know, but you know, what I'm saying if, if we're going to get zero zero point zero zero xg in the second half and it takes us to the top of the league, you will not catch any of us caring, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. So, um, on this whole master versus apprentice vibe, who do you think won the the battle of the managers? I'd say Mourinho would be happiest. Yeah, out of that. Uh, yeah. Going away from home, going away from home and shutting out your opposition—that's that's half the job done. Do you get what I mean? Or three quarters even. Um, to look at to look at like how league titles are won and lost. 
realistically i think people put a lot a lot more sort of weight on the head to heads than maybe should be um but when you look at the table you you always look at are we away in this fixture or are we at home and when when it's against direct rivals you want to win your home games and at least draw your away games and we did that so for me yeah. it's it's in that list of Mourinho uh performances if you will where that's where that's where the praise is well deserved i would say okay and um before we move on to marine i guess my last question is how long do you think we can um find success sitting back and countering teams do you think will get sussed out or do you think this well is- i wouldn't say sussed out but then you know you kind of have to as like so i said you know sometimes you have to take like a pragmatic approach in certain circumstances. And whilst they're similar oppositions in terms of their stature, it was two very different games that we played. Uh, one, you know, very sort of... Um, we ha- I, feel, I feel like it was a, ki- a clear plan against City to, you know, pick, off, pick them off at certain points. Whereas I think we always knew that Chelsea, you know, who had been free scoring, um, they had a, a fairly sizable defence. Um, with a lot of different attacking sort of um, threats that it was always going to be um, quite difficult for us to play the same way in both games. Um, I do feel like whilst some people can look at the game and be like, there were parts of it that were negative, I feel like Mourinho knew exactly what he wanted to take from that game. Um and a point, you know, four points out of six against the last two oppositions we've played uh, going into Arsenal at the weekend. I mean, you probably would have thought, well, this is the best sort of situation we could probably be in, I might say. Definitely agree. Definitely agree. And now, uh, so we had FA Cup draw on Monday. And we got a team called Marine, which I'll be honest, I'm not too familiar with. Um, I'm hearing they're an eighth tier team, but I think we've got somebody who might have to be our local expert at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! One the oh, one time shit, it's man. beneficial for me to be a, a Liverpudlian these times. Uh, yeah, man, I watch Marine FC all the time. You know, very high pressing. T- I'm chatting shit. Um, <laughs> With the Marine game, from what I've been told, like they, the Marine FC, like they love it. Like they flipping. There's man, like no word of a lie. There's man, there's like this fat wall behind, and literally you get people like stacking up ladders and literally just standing over it, <laughs> taking turns to watch. There's a bit, I saw something like there's parts like around like the stadium, like in the gate where they have like these numbers. And basically, the numbers is the, um, is the door number of whose garden the ball has gone in, so they know who to chat to if the ball's gone over that side. Like it's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. So basically, they pre- they play at Craven Cottage, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, like apparently, like from what I've been told, like there's there's one girl on my course, like her, her granddad used to play for them, and her dad's like always there. Like they're flipping, they're so up for it. Like they're actually so gassed. Sort of coming through. So I'm trying, I'm trying to get a plug for the game. I might try and do like a like a live stream on, on the Twitter or the, or the Insta or something if I can get there. 
Um, but yeah, with with the game itself, you know, Kane will play. He'll probably play out the last 15 minutes or something. Mm. But we, we need to get it done like mm. early on because they're, they're going to be up for it. Do you know what I mean? That's that's just how these kind of games go. A lot of some people say, oh, we should play Dane Scarlett should start. We should start Jack Clark and we should start this guy and start, start circling. It's like, yeah, but we might also have to start Deli Ali. <laughs> Son might have to start. Like, I, it wouldn't shock me if Hoybier starts. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because like, we can't underestimate the psychology of these kind of things because the Marine boys are, are literally going to play with no fear whatsoever. They have absolutely nothing to lose. They have there's they could get slapped 10 0 and still be happy. Do you know what I mean? And that's 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 quite a dangerous prospect. Now, I don't want people to listen to this thinking I'm shook. Like I know how people like to like to twist the words and that, but I think we just we just need to be on game, get it shut down, and then bring Kane on just for the people then. And um yeah, hopefully, hopefully I can get I know Jack's trying to sort a ticket as well. So hopefully, hopefully we can get in there for the boys. I can't I can't lie. This is the first time in a long time where we've had a draw that wasn't a Premier League side. Uh, at least it feels like that anyway. Um so I'm starting to think that there's some underhand business going on at the club, but <laughs> I won't touch on that too much in case they're listening. But um <laughs> no nah, man, this is this is like what you want from the FA Cup, isn't it? It's like the magic yeah. of the cup. All of that, all of that bullshit that people talk about. But, but no, man, I'm I'm excited because as as you said, if they're gonna play with no fear, then we get to see like a bit more of an unknown type of quantity, and and that 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 always adds to the entertainment, unless it's in the Europa League, of course. Yeah, I would love to see an Alfie Divine get a run out though. That's the one thing I want from the game. I want to see some Alfie Divine. That's what I'm hoping for. I, I'm always I'm always like interested about these games, like how players, especially like top players, top pros, how they like approach these games like psychologically, because it can be so easy to just turn up and you've got the minerals, you've, you've got the you've got the technical ability, but whether you're actually mentally there to be able to do what you need to do to win. And I'm always like interested to see just how it does, because obviously they get into a ground. It's going to be smaller than what they're used to. It's not going to be as nice as what they're used to. It's going to be in somewhat of a hostile environment, almost like almost like a training game, you know. So um, it is exciting. I mean, this is the kind of game that the FA Cup is is meant for. But I'm also like, when I spit bars in a ring, when I go hard, last and ten. Hello, Mita from Touchline Frackers. 2020 has already reshaped how we work, and it's almost over. So businesses all over the globe have been challenged to be their most efficient. And that means that every single hire that they have is critical. Indeed are the number one job site in the world, with more total visits than any other job site. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly, so you can focus on hiring the right person for your business. Unlike other job sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. So you only pay for what you need. And now, Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out for a free $75 credit at indeed.com forward slash bluewire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now 
to indeed.com forward slash blue wire. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. When I spit bars in a reeve, I go hard like Santan. Just get the job done and let's head back to London, basically. You know, we have like a, um, a scare of one of those kind of games. Like, I can't remember if it was like a Gillingham or something. I think it might have been, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who scored? Who scored? It, I think it home. Was it at home? Gillingham at home? I, I think, think we so. drew away and then had to take take the game home. Like Colchester. Colchester, I think it was. was it Colchester? I can't remember exactly who it was, man. But it's yeah, it's interesting that you bring up um uh sorry, mentality, yeah. Cause that's that's pretty much what it was probably on that day as well. Like um yeah, man, I think I think there should be enough about the boys to get through the game. Um yeah. like you said, it does feel like there are a few key leaders in the squad now. So like you don't even have to have all of them on the pitch really, mm. to get a result. The Marine boys will be up for it. Um, so it should be a good game to watch. But I, I don't think that they should cause us too much of a problem. It's just hopefully you know, just... Yeah, sorry, I go on. Like, like so, sorry to interrupt you. Like Going back to the mentality thing, like, thinking about the game today, right? And the way we played in the last two games, do you think today was meant? What do you guys think? Do you guys think this sort of game... Was mentality thing? Do you think maybe the like the boys dropped off knowing that we got Arsenal at the weekend? Do you think they thought that they would have enough to just beat Lask? Because like games like today, I just think you get the business done in half the first half. You can afford to relax in the second in the latter part of the game, or you know you concentrate enough to be able to deal with these with these sort of oppositions. Because you know whether we like to like say it or not, we are clearly superior to these type of teams but for some reason in the Europa League we've had games like this where like Antwerp the first one didn't really turn up today we played largely three quarters of of the first team and similar sort of result I think think there's two parts to it I think mentality definitely plays a part I think it's extremely difficult to be on at all times like no nobody's like that like you see all the time, the European hangover is either a team performs well in Europe and drops off in the league, or vice versa. It's never there's never that continuity. And also, I think it's just preparation. At, at the end of the day, like these men have just prepared for Man City, then a game in between against Ludogorets. Now we had Chelsea. Now these lot, and then we got Arsenal. It's like. On the list of priorities, Mourinho's sitting there and he's saying, let's get some extra work in for these big games because the league is our bread and butter. We can afford to slip up just a little bit in Europe. Um, so I think it's it's a double-edged sword, realistically. Like You don't want to just keep throwing out your best players and potentially risk injury. And you really don't have the time on a training pitch to go into the fine detail on what Lasker are going to do in the game. Like... Let's be real, no one cares. Like you show up, you try and win, and you keep it moving. So I I, I, th- I think it goes both ways. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that entirely. And also, like last came out firing first five minutes. Like they they hit the post in the fourth minute. You know, Joe Hart actually looked like a decent keeper for the first like 10 minutes. So, you know, I think I think also the fact that Lask, like we we slapped on what, 4-0 at home? Was it 4-0? Yeah. Yeah, so obviously they came. They did. They didn't want to be embarrassed on their home batch. Do you know what I'm saying? Their, their home form's actually been pretty decent. I did actually have a look just in case. Um, so yeah, I think. But like, like we said at the end of the day, we've qualified. Let's let's get the job done at Antwerp so we can finish top and 
save the uh, the potential Madrids for later on in the competition. You know? Yeah. One thing um, I want to add as well, you spoke about mentality, but I think um, the mentality of the opponents is important, as Ohio just pointed out. Like they, uh, they definitely came... Like They would have known that we wanted to kill that game early, and they came to give us a bad day, man. They made it difficult. And like hats off to them. Do you get what I mean? Like they fought to the end. They fought literally to the last kick of the game, like to get their equalizer. So they didn't want to, they 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 weren't lying down for us. It wasn't a game that we were ever gonna kill off. I think once it had kicked off. Um we yeah, three one going into the 80th minute at two one for the game to finish three three, I think is ridiculous, isn't it? But mm. it comes down to to mentality of, of both teams, which I guess already this season as well, which is funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, three, three. <laughs> yeah. Scary, scary, scary. Scary when you bring it up like that for real. Football is back in full swing. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division and championship futures all day, every day. Head to BetOnline today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use the promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. So, um, yeah, I guess all of that mentality talk kind of lands us up nicely for the next hot topic, which is um, the next London derby, the, ne- the, the other London derby. <laughs> that man there. That man there. That man there. Let's, let's see. Let's see. This, this used to be probably the biggest London derby. But... Um, Let's see these these guys down the road. Where, where are they now? Um, 14th, I, isn't it? Is it 14th? <laughs> How many times you have to scroll? You can't even see them, man. Have you seen that little butt thing that's gone viral? Jesus is Lord! Over this 14. That deserves an Oscar, you know. But how long how long can these lot be down there before we can stop talking about them as top six? That's what I want to know. These men are like flipping, they, they get all of their shit via nepotism, bro. Like, they, get their league, <laughs> they get their place in the first division via nepotism. Mm. They're flipping invite to that super league. By nepotism, mm. Wenger doing his underhand business, yeah, man, FIFA and that, mm. and then obviously now they're still chatting about these men as top six, even though they ain't finished top six. It's like, what is this? <laughs> Get them out of here, man. <laughs> Fuck me, man. Bob's out of here. <laughs> Wait, match free, like I don't know, like obviously I'm not. We're not watching um, Arsenal right now. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't even look at the lineup, so I don't know who's playing. I think I saw Pepe was playing. Yeah, he is, he is. He is. Yeah, he is. Ah, cool. So who who do you guys expect them to line up with? I'm guessing we're gonna see probably some Willian. Um, knowing yeah, Arsenal... Bamiyang surely because I don't think he started today. 
Yeah, no, so he, he, he wasn't even on the bench, was he? No. No, he's not bench either. He's on holiday still. Um, we'll probably expect we'll say we'll, are they gonna play they're gonna play three? They're gonna play three at the back? Try and close off the half spaces that Son likes to exploit, probably. Yeah, I think they'll go three, mm. four, three. Yeah, so I'll say say Leno. Do you think Tini will play left centre back? Yeah. Yeah. Tini. Play maybe Holden will good. play. Is David Luiz fit? Uh well he had this head injury on the weekend, but clashes, I, I, I assume he 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 will because he's not playing tonight. Yeah, and football football's moving a bit through gazer of its concussion protocol, so it wouldn't surprise me if, if David Luiz plays. Um and then the the model, the vegan model, he'll play right wing he'll play right <laughs> wing back. Uh, Saka, Saka will play left whether, whatever his role is he'll play on the left <laughs> <laughs> just left <laughs> uh, play Xhaka uh, all jokes aside I'm so glad Party's not playing like he's yeah man guy's hard let's, let's, let's not like guy's hard and you know it's, it's, it's very strange because even when Party does play they still try and get moves going through Xhaka which is very, very strange mm, considering yeah. one is very clear of the other, but that's by the by. Jacques Ceballos, um, and then say Willian, Bami, and Lacazette, probably. I mean, probably. Lacazette, Lacazette come off tonight um, as standard. So I kind of expect that. I, I mean, Willock hasn't come on. Are they going to do this pressing 10 thing that they do with Willock? I have no idea why they're playing that far forward. So I think realistically that would be the team. Um, any 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 dangers? Any key battles, gentlemen? Trick question. Is Aubameyang going to have a shot on goal? Yeah, that's what if, in open play. Boy, the only danger I'm seeing is if Arteta does his what six at the back formation or whatever he, the thing is that he does, man. Like, mm. He's he's moving like Stoke. At the moment, what is it? Paella Pulis. Paella Pulis. Paella Pulis. Oh, very spicy. The, the only danger is that it might it might be a boring game, I think, if they if they turn up like that. That's the um, thing. Like, I think the wings are going to be interesting. I think it'll be an interesting battle between Bellerin and Regulian. Because um, both want to get forward. So I think th- there's an opportunity there for people to get found out. Um, and, and their players can sometimes commit them out of position. So I think that will be an interesting dynamic to watch. But I like to think with that Sissoko sort of blocking off that channel that we should have enough there to to manage that. But we'll see how the game goes. I'm looking forward to it. Like yeah. Everyone knows already when it comes to them, it's fuck a minute. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's the sentiment. So like... I, I I try to I try to fear them because it I don't know like adrenaline is a positive thing. Do you get me? Like that fight or flight. I like it. It feels good. But I've got to manufacture it for this fixture nowadays because them are waste. Them are shit. We're just better than them. And yeah, it's 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 like you go into these games now and it is not the expectation to win, but it's the it's the feeling of comfort I would say like I'm not yeah. uncomfortable going into these fixtures the last time I I'm felt like this I'm not nervous about the game at all yeah it's true it's true exactly but mm. well, do you do you like I mean alright so let's 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 paint a picture here I mean recently we struggled against lower league sides gentlemen 
<laughs> wait, 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 wait. I just put two and two together. <laughs> I'm just saying, innit? I'm just saying, if we're watching the mentality against Marine, you get me? Where? You can't put Arsenal too far. Apple don't fall too far from the tree. <laughs> what I will say, though, you know, like, obviously it's, it's always fuck a minute, but that aside, I do think. Willian has potential to step up. Um, I think yeah. you know, I'm not I'm not gonna <laughs> I think I think Arteta has not got it right in a lot of ways this season, especially attacking wise. If you look at some of the passing maps from Arsenal's last couple of games, nothing happens down the middle. Like no exaggeration, nothing what? happens, which is which is kind of scary if uh, if I'm an Arsenal fan. So it kind <laughs> of you know, I was I was alluding to you know, when, when Karamoko got a shot off against us tonight, to be fair, like, what, two of the goals came from shots down the middle. So, you know, I think Arteta's probably going to see that and think to himself, you know, there's there's going to be a bit of space to exploit in and around the 18-yard box and around the D. You know, Willian isn't a bad player at 10, you know. Um, if I was an Arsenal fan, I think I'd rather see Willian playing in the middle. So, you know, will I expect... I might, you know, I know we said uh, three centre-backs earlier, it could be a it could be a four two three one vibe potentially, or you know it could be a transitional thing, um, five at the back and defence, and then four going forward. Um, so yeah, we, if Willian can exploit that space in front of the centre backs, you know when Sissoko drops off possibly, um, but then at the same time I would trust Jose to react if it felt like Arsenal were getting too much space in that central area, and um, Hoybier to just to just do what Hoybier does, clamp a man that comes anywhere near him. To be honest. Um, it's, it's weird to say, not not scared of a Bamiyang, to be honest. I know there, there there is a man on Twitter who unfortunately had to leave the cast who got one final mm. tweet off about a Bamiyang not too long ago and he got ratioed for it. But it would seem that he's not, it would seem he is the oracle. You know, we, we know you're listening in the shadows. We want you, you know to what? know that. Speaking of shadows, I, I'm I'm trying to think if Aubameyang, by some grace of God, does manage to score, what mask is he gonna wear? A Batman or a Bane mask? Because them motherfuckers are in the pits. Literally, like, they love the darkness. They were raised in the darkness. Like, <laughs> man, it's like shouting down the world for them, man. Like, where you at? You all right? You need some food. You can't see them. You can't see them. Oh, man. Because right now, man, Aubameyang is eating off scraps, mate. The very, very minimum, mate. Like, when I told this guy, shots on target, chance creation, even in attacking areas, he's not even finding himself. So it's mad that they have the confidence that suddenly, after scoring less goals than Fulham, in the Premier League, that they're going to suddenly come to our house and do a madness. Oh, impossible. But impossible. Bamian needs to sign up for Rashford's free school meals, bro. He's, that Trust me, he's hungry. You might as well bring out the surgical mask, man, because he's looking like a tier three striker right now. It's not, it's not looking good for him. It's not looking good. It's not looking good. I mean, he's not, he's not even looking much better than like a Z at the moment. And that's... That's I think there's more much. goals in him, bro. Yes, yeah, that's, that's not. Goals. What is it like when a, you give these men the bag, man? 
don't know what happens, but every time one of their brothers gets the bag, it's over. It's curtains. <laughs> they need to. They need to bring Ozil back to be honest. Find the thing. <laughs> In fact, that's the only threat. That's the only threat. If Arteta came to his senses and and finally played Ozil, that would yeah. be the only threat for me. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm, sure, I'm, I'm sure bro. Bro's still wavy, man. But boy, he just they just they went all off with that, man. They went all off with that. And now look at them. They can't create chances for nothing. They can't score goals for nothing. Their attacking play is basically non-existent, man. Bro, I swear they sat Gonosaurus to sign Obama in front. They might as well have kept him and played him up front for it. Could have been mad. <laughs> um, if you look at all the all the departures from that club, man, like Aubameyang must have lost all of his brethren or something. Because he looks a lonely man out there, man. I, I do, I do worry that we're going to give away a stupid free kick and Williams going to slap it top top bins off. I mm. can see that happening. Yeah, like, that, that to me is their biggest threat. Is a set. Piece. I could see us conceding their penalty. VAR will be called during the post during the, the the extent of that match. I can see a VAR decision <laughs> either for or against us. I, I believe there will be a VAR decision, man. Because there's going to be activity in the box today in, in that game. <clears throat> What do you think? High scoring game or or, or, or neutral? I'm going for low. I'm going for low, yeah. I think I don't think they got the bottle for it. I might I might eat my words, but I don't think they got the bottle for it. I think they're gonna they're gonna stoke it out. Um I think we get a clean sheet and maybe a one goal, one goal, two goal. I don't think it would be too crazy. I think we're due another clean sheet. If we get a goal, like we get early goal, it's a wrap. Yeah, could be curtains, could be curtains. Bruv, that Discord is going to be popping. Either, either way. Either way, I'm going to be either way. <laughs> I think Arsenal come to play. I think... Yeah, they, they should. They should. That's what they're they going to yeah. There's not going to be people in the stadium, is there? There, yeah, there is. Yeah. There is, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's different. It's different. It'll be a different game, man. It will just be our fans as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Perfect. It'll be but different. What, what, what does 2000 man even look like? I can't, I just can't imagine it. Do you know me. what? They spaced <laughs> them out. I was looking at the Arsenal game. They spaced yeah. them out so you can kind of see they're not, they're not obviously filling the stadium, but like everywhere you look, you can see people in it. Okay. Because they're spaced like, out. Uh, like, it's like a whole school level will be higher than Emirates still. <laughs> <laughs> no, Steve. <laughs> oh, mate. Everything. Yeah, 2K, 2K fans, no lie, it actually just looks like a whole school assembly. You know them big ones from year seven? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's actually a perfect description, sure. Like a whole school, bro. It's a joke thing. Well, I guess um, just to wrap up, um, I mean, I just want to talk more about how Arsenal fell behind us, man. That's that's all I'm interested in right now. Like, What, what do you think it was, like? I think, I think the writing was there, man. Like this whole, so like the thing for me that irritates me, and I know, I know our our group chat isn't like open to everybody. So one of the conversations that always comes up is, would we rather finish X amount league position with a trophy, this, that, and a third? And for me, it's always a stern and hard no. I'm not trading any part of our journey over the last 15 years to be any more like Arsenal. Like, not in a month of Sundays. Because for me, when they were at their peak, and this is their peak in their history, we were at the pits of our history. And this is this is the thing that people need to factor in. Like, yeah, none of us men were born, this, that, and the third, but it all counts. Do you get me? Like, we don't have Tottenham Hotspur Football Club if 
we don't pay homage to the past. So that's number one. Number two is since since they went undefeated, they've been on a decline. They went into their new stadium with an aging, decrepit squad. All their star players were leaving. We, on the other hand, went in with our talisman still there, our ballers still there, and a manager who got us to a position where we could sit at the table with certain men and have certain conversations. Not to say that we fully deserve to talk to certain guys. I'd say Liverpool and United maybe the only exceptions, but the rest of them men are there and thereabouts with us. Like our, our our trajectory in the next 10 years could easily see us win just as many Premier League titles as Man City, for example. Like it's totally feasible. So this whole idea that like they're somehow superior to us because of history mm-hmm. or the odd FA Cup to me is like the biggest indicator that them man are rattled by us and I would have it no other way. Yeah. Well said. Definitely I think they just said. it's I've I've been saying it for like a little while. Like Arsenal fans just need to accept that they went from you know, obviously when they had, you know, Henri, Perez, Jumberg, when Wenger was peak of his powers, Vieira, all their man, they went from chatting to Sir Alex and literally like using using White Hart Lane as, as tissue to wipe their arse. If they went from that to then celebrating finishing above us. Do you know what I mean? Like that that's the first thing they need to accept. And I think it rattles them. And I've never really heard any of them say it out loud by one or two behind the scenes. It genuinely rattles them so much that they've gone from laughing at us all the time to it being a genuine laughing at us all the time to it being a conversation who's better. That was mm. the beginning of their anger to it now being we are better clear of them. You know, yeah, you can win your of course we'd love to win an FA Cup, but when like you said, Sai, and it got it got touched on on the main pod very, very heavily between uh between our man Moises and uh, our man Sam, where it's our like, would you trade this uh, like uh, our, our recent history for yours last 10 years and it's like well not really because yeah like the FA Cups are great but Arsenal fans themselves don't actually care about the FA Cups Arsenal fans are only happy with the FA Cup because they get they get to use it against us do you know what I'm saying yeah. because Did you, it's weird it's weird it's, though because them, them men are talking about getting Pochettino in uh, after five years of talking being one being winning like, nothing exactly Bro, they, like, they, they sacked Wenger winning cops. Like, what was it? Like, three in four years and they sacked him. And mm-hmm. now, what have they won? Like, one cup in four years. Like, do you get what I mean? Like, it's not... Eh, who cares, man? It, it doesn't matter. Like, well, Arteta's cup. won an FA Cup and they won him gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they're saying he's in the must. They don't care about it less than we do. Yeah. Bro, they care that's about what I'm saying. It all comes down to your league performance, man. That, 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 that gives you a measure of how good your side is in comparison to the current competition. Mm. And, and Arsenal just can't measure up anymore. And that's, 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 that's sad for them. But it's and quite frankly, it. like, it's been turning. The tide has been turning our side. And they can see that. And it's not as if, like, the table don't lie, bro. Mm. It's been like this a little bit now. And it's rattling them because it's constantly being like this. And they're actually seeing, whilst they are declining at a rapid rate, we are progressing yeah. at an even rapider rate. Whilst we, we haven't won leagues, we haven't won cups, but as a club, the stature of the club, the quality of the squad, the profile of the manager that we have, it's all coming together, man. And mm. that's probably what's rattling them because they're thinking, Arteta this, Arteta that. 
Arteta's in the mud. I can't believe it. I was, I was, he's literally <laughs> in the mud. I was chatting to someone the other day. And they were like, yeah, 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 Arteta's got to go. I was like, you what? Like, are you literally saying this? Like, which I just don't get. But that's their man over there. And this is us man over here, man. So, you see boy. it. So I, 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 had to, I had to ask the Mugger man. I didn't ever get an answer. I think, I think they might, they might be trying to save, save them uh, touchy Guna boys from a, uh, getting totally rattled. But I was asking, like, did, did that man take offence at the fact that Arsenal fans still think that they're rivals? Like, <laughs> like, 15 years is a long time. Like, like, I, I lost my virginity, got married, had three children in 15 years, bro. Like, that's what that's I'm saying. Shit, it's mad. Like, half of my life has gone by since they last won anything. They, they last won the title. So it's, it's one of them ones. It's like, what, give it five years and can we really talk about their last league title without them sounding like Liverpool or this club or that club? Like, to me, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Like, it is, man. It is, it is. 15 years, bro. 15 years I, I and think you're still trying to eat at that table. Yeah. Sai put it best earlier. I think he said um, it's a free fall. Like, they, they've been in free fall. And I think recently, let's say, like, over the past three or four years, the parachute's gone. Like, just forget about it, mate. Like, the, the fall, the falling's getting crazy. Wait, no, remind me one more time. I just want to hear it. Where are they again? What? That's a wrap. Hey, catch you next week, guys. <laughs> bless up, bless up. Bless come on, Spurs. Uh, <laughs> come on, you Spurs. Let's have a on. Let's have a man. Let's have a man. <laughs> hey. Sports Social Podcast Network.